Okay. Just as the, the words came out, if you felt, hey, God is speaking about me this morning, how did they know that? <laughs> um, it's, it's like, I mean, when I prepped for this Sunday, I, I felt a little... I didn't fell a long word, so I understand why now, because <laughs> there's a, um, I, I was thinking, I'm just going to start and say, guys, I'm going to be short today, um, but yeah, so obviously we're going to still finish the same time, but yeah, he's been speaking through all of us, and I think as Pete said, we are, um, one of our values as a church is that we value a priesthood of all believers, that we value that each one has a part to play, um, and just the, God is speaking um, to each one of us in a, in a unique, unique way, and, and He wants to use each one of us. Sometimes we'll have space for that, and sometimes not. But I want to encourage you, if God's speaking to you, come and share what the Lord is doing and, and saying, because it might be that that word will minister to somebody sitting here today. Um, so, yeah, so let me... Um, one of the things that that really, really amazed me about God, one of his attributes, and, and that's really something that I get so excited about, is his omnipotence. All right. Um, now, who of you go around and speak about God's omnipotence? <laughs> who of you know the meaning of omnipotence, except Bible school students? <laughs> it's like, basically what it means is omni is all, and potence means powerful. God is all-powerful. It's one of his attributes that he can do it. <laughs> that is something that even came through from the prayer meeting before we actually, God is able to do amazing things. And, and he can move in a heart um, to, 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 to put up your hand to say, I want to receive Jesus. He's the one that's doing that. It, it's him that would move upon somebody to bring a word. Um, now, just something amazing that we find through Scripture is th that God just does these amazing things. And it's just when, when you read the Bible, you're just like, is there anything that God cannot do? <laughs> he is so able to, he's so powerful. He is so big. He is so strong. Um, and I love the Scripture in Jeremiah um, 32, verse 17 says, Ah, oh, Lord, it is you who have made the heavens and the earth, by your great power and by your outstretched arm, nothing is too hard to you. Nothing is too hard for God. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. There's Israelites standing in front of the Red Sea. He makes a way. There's a scenario with Elisha. I think it's Elisha. Where an axe fell into the water. Elisha prays that the axe starts drifting on the water. I mean... How does that happen? <laughs> I mean, God is so powerful. He is so strong. He is so mighty. The Jericho walls, walls, just the whole city's walls just gave in because God just, <laughs> just do that. I mean, he, he's just so big. I mean, turning water into wine <laughs> and just the miracles, the healings, and then just the amazing thing of his being able to save somebody from wherever you are at. And to be able to even here come in today and say, it is finished. Shame is finished. It is finished at the cross. Um, and you know what? That's the thing I love about God is His, his omnipotence. He's all-powerful. He can do it. But you know what? Sometimes our theology is so, so just built around this one aspect that we ask for God 
to do something, and we wait for that to play out. So we need healing. We trust the Lord for healing. And because He's powerful, Lord, trust you for healing. And He does sometimes. He heals. Um, I heard Teresa testified about uh, 80% better, like after we prayed for her on, on Wednesday evening, like pain that's left. And so it's just He is able to heal. And somehow we think just God's power is just substitutional. We ask for healing, He heals. And we, ask, we trust for deliverance, and He delivers. But there's one aspect of His power that is just as powerful, and that's transformational. That sometimes He does not change the circumstance that you're in, so that He can transform you into that which He wants you to be. And so I felt the Lord gave me this scripture. And there's a lot of theology around this scripture. So I don't have time to, 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 to do that today. But just the scriptures, 2 Corinthians 12, verse 9. And I believe, I felt Lord, the Lord wants to come and say this to many of you today. And he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in my infirmities, in reproaches, in needs, in persecution, in distress for, this, for Christ's sake. For when I'm weak, then I'm strong. God's power in this verse. You know the context of this. Now Paul he is being criticized and discredited by some super apostles. They call, call them super apostles. If you read 2 Corinthians 11, they speak about these guys that were discrediting Paul's ministry. And, and Paul said, okay, you want to boast? Let me boast. <laughs> it's foolish to boast, but let me boast. Hebrew, I'm a Hebrew. <laughs> Israelite, yes, I'm an Israelite. Um, serving Jesus, I serve Jesus better. <laughs> so he goes on in um, 2 Corinthians, and he's just almost like, Paul, what are you doing? You're just this humble guy, but he's actually saying, you know what? Ah, let me boast. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews, verse, um, 2 Corinthians 11, verse 24 to 27. Five times I received at the hands of the Jews the 40 lashes, less one. I mean, he doesn't want to say 39 because Jesus got the 39. Um, so he, he, he just, I want to honor God even in that. Three times I was beaten with rods, one stone. Three times I was shipwrecked. A night and a day I was drift at sea. Um, verse 26. And frequent journeys in danger from rivers, dangers, um, danger from robbers, danger from my own people, danger from Gentiles, danger in the city, danger in the wilderness, dangers, danger at the sea, danger from false brothers, in toil in hardship, through many sleepless nights, in hunger and thirst, and often without food, in cold and exposure. You want to boast? Okay, <laughs> let me boast. And then we get to Second Corinthians 12. So it says, I must go on boasting, but it's actually foolish. But I want to tell you about this one thing that happened to me. I saw the Lord, and He spoke to me. I went into third heaven, and I'm just giving you shorthand here so you can go and read. And He says, I don't know if I was in the body or out of the body, but I had this encounter with God where He spoke things to me that was just, it was so amazing that I cannot share it with you. And I can boast about a third heaven experience. I can boast about all these things that I've suffered. 
But you know what? What I really want to boast about today. And that's where we get to the verse that, um, that, that we got to um, earlier. So on 2 Corinthians 12, verse 5 to 10, it says, On behalf of this man, now he's speaking about himself in the third person. <laughs> it's funny. Paul is just such an interesting guy. I mean, I, I, I enjoy him. And he says, but on, my, but on my own behalf, I will not boast except of my weakness. So I can boast about all these things, but I'll boast about my weakness. Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a fool, for I would be speaking the truth. But I refrain from it, so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. So, keep, so to keep me from becoming conceited, to keep me from becoming prideful, to keep me to, to think, hey, I've gone through all these things, I'm the man. Because of surpassing greatness of this revelation that he saw, a thorn was given to me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from becoming conceited, keep me from becoming prideful. So God gave Paul this thorn in his flesh to keep him from becoming prideful. And then it says, he goes on and he says, I prayed three times. For God to take this thorn away. I mean, God is all-powerful. Surely, He can deal with a little thorn <laughs> in the flesh. I mean, He opened up the Red Sea. He can do what He wants to do. Have you ever had a thorn in your flesh? Huh? It's uncomfortable. It's like, it's, just, it's not nice. And where I came from, I think it's in, um, at, at a stage we lived in... Um, what do you call Marble Hall <laughs> uh, and Krobers Dahl. And there they have these spike thorns, like these, you see it here around us, but it's these long things. I had a few of those in my feet. And it's not nice. It's like you have to really cut it out. And it's, it's really, I, I think Paul is just, Lord, just please remove this thorn in my flesh. Okay, so now you all wonder what the thorn is. Okay, so there's so many theories. And I think... Um, it could be a physical thing. It could be something that it's those super apostles that's bothering. It could be a demon. It could be many things. And you know what? I think it's not clear so that we can actually relate to this. <laughs> that there might be a thorn in your flesh and you need flesh. Flesh. Not flesh. <laughs> you heard it. <laughs> Yay. You're <a> scared. Okay. I'm actually conscious here. And there might be a thorn in your flesh. At least I'm, I don't say thanks. <laughs> All right, I say thank you. <laughs> All right. Grappi, <laughs> okay, let's come back to you. Um, it might be that there's a thorn in your flesh, and, and you need grace. You've asked the Lord to remove this. I mean, you believe that He can do everything. But He says, I don't just want to substitute. I actually want to transform. So I give you my grace that is sufficient so that when you are weak, my strength is made perfect in that weakness. And I believe God's strength wants to come and rest on some of you and to give you strength today. We pray, Lord, we know it's able that He can take that thing. That word, we know that he's able to pull that chain off of us. That's God. He can do any. 
anything He wants to. He is so big. But He also wants to transform us into the image of His Son. He wants to shape within us the character. Um, as many guys sometimes say, God is not just interested in your comfort. He's, he's interested in, in, in shaping the character of Jesus in your life. And if He can use a thorn to shape in you more of His Son, let Him do that. Because He says, I'm going to give grace for that. I'm going to give enough grace. He's more than enough. It's not, it's not like you're going to go on this journey and it's going to be, ah, oh, it's not enough. Maybe some of you sit here and you've prayed many times for this thing to be removed. And maybe that's the prayer that needs to change today and say, Lord, help me in this. Yes, if you, if you want to remove the storm. But I want to rejoice in the midst of this and help me to, sh to form within me that which you want to shape within me, your son, your daughter. What is grace? There's this acrostic um, word for grace. God's riches available at God's expense. At Christ's expense. God's riches available at Christ's expense. It's His enablement. Grace is, is, is something where God comes and He, he gives he, you His riches. He's, that you don't, at Christ's expense, what He has done. So what is your thorn? What is the thing that you feel you need grace in today? And I believe God wants to come and speak today. He says, my grace is sufficient for you. My grace is sufficient. And you know what I love about that scripture? I read it this morning, um, just again, and it just stood out for me specifically this morning, this part. Um, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power. So all this power that can open up the Red Sea, that can make an axis drift, my power comes to perfection in this weakness. And then it, that last bit of that, um, so I gladly boast about this weakness, about this thing. This, I gladly boast about it so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Who if you want the power of God to rest upon you? Boast about your weakness. <laughs> like, Lord, I need you. Huh? Sometimes we think, yeah, I've fasted so long. I've prayed for weeks. Surely God's going to hear me. <laughs> I am power. <laughs> he, and he says, no, no, I want you to humble yourself. Become weak because I'm the strong one. And I'm the one that can move mountains. But I also can move your heart. And I can shape within you the character of my son. And that's the message for today. He wants to give you grace. And I want to pray for that now. I want to pray that God will come and rest upon you with power. To shape the character within you. To shape within you. And you know what? There's words that came out this week about people that more and more are struggling with anxiety. And fear. And anxiety. And if I, if I would ask you who, who, who struggle with, you probably will lift up, there will be some of you that will lift up your hand. On Wednesday evening, we said like, um, 
who, who's got suicidal thoughts. There's something that the Lord is speaking. There's, there's a pseudo, suicidal thing that's around us. And, and you know what? That thing we just need to, it's not like he will just transform. It's like that thing we need to, <laughs> that's the thing that God wants to break off. It's, that's where power comes in and he breaks that thing off. But there are other things that he can actually give you strength in the anxiety that leads to those thoughts. He can give you strength in the whatever thing, whatever you're facing. So, is the thorn a physical thing? Is it an emotional thing? Is it a spiritual thing? It's open. What is your thorn today? And will you, even though he, he might come and take it away, will you ask him for that, but even be open to say, Lord, I want to be weak. I boast about my weakness. Come form within me the strength. Or come and perfect your strength in me because your grace is sufficient. So um, I want to pray for us. And you know what? I really, starting to lead this church, I want to come in and give vision. This is what we're going to do. And I say, God, what do you want to? My grace is sufficient. <laughs> and I believe this is what he wants to speak to us. I can't come and tell you, hey, let's run for Jesus. But you feel like I can't run. I'm, I, I'm, I'm all broken up. I'm fearful. I'm anxious. I need the Lord. And, and I need him to come in. And this is what this moment is about. So I want I wanted to like, don't sit here and let this moment go past. This moment is for you. If there's a thing and there's an area that you need God to come and rest on you with his strength and his power this is the moment so if you trust if you're trusting the lord for his strength to be made perfect in that weakness and or in that thing i want you to just stand where you are if you if there's a thorn if there's a thing that you've asked him to remove there's an area in your life that you you just trust him and and it can be a financial challenge. It can be, see, it's open. It's like, what is this thing? I've asked the Lord for breakthrough, and it's just that I don't see. You know what? He is good. If we don't see the breakthrough, He's still good. <laughs> if we don't see the healing, He's still the healer. If we don't see the provision, He's still the provider. It is seeing Him rightly. And He says, you know what, Morris? I don't, I don't just want to come. Let me give, give an example. When I was a kid, I grow, I've grown up in a house where there was alcoholism, violence, and a lot of things. And I asked the Lord, Lord, why do I have to grow up in this house? Many times. Many times. God, why this house? Why this place? And you know what? The character, and, the, and, and I didn't see it then, but what he has shaped in me through those years, I thank him for the grace. I, I boast in that I would have been part of that family because he, he showed me something of him growing up in that house. So the circumstances is not nice, and we want it to disappear. Mine's, mine did, didn't disappear. <laughs> it was with me for a very long time. But he shaped me. He formed me. So can we pray with faith today and trust the Lord? Like this verse here. I don't want to add to this verse. That, that we will find His grace to be sufficient, for His power to be made perfect in our weakness, and that His power of Christ, the power of Christ, may rest upon us today. Amen. So how are we going to do this? Can you pray with somebody next to you? 
I'm going to pray at the end, and I'm going to pray like a corporate one. But grab some friends and just share what is the thing that you're trusting the Lord for. And let's trust and just pray for one another. Um, Anil had a word that she felt in the earlier where she saw like the Holy Spirit come upon us like a dove. And I believe this is a moment. So as you pray for one another, pray with faith. Trust the Lord. Remember, it is His strength, not your prayer. <laughs> just pray with one another. It's His power. So say, Lord, yeah, grace sufficient. We trust you right now. Can we do that quickly? I'm just going to give a moment for that, and then I'll close for us in a prayer. Keenan, if you...